Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What is up, y'all? How y'all doing? What's up? What's up, y'all? <laughs> Welcome to Lesby Brutally Honest. My name is Nick Rochelle. And I am Carla Rochelle. And we are a married couple. <laughs> I want to say we are a healthy, fit, beautiful, loving, married couple. Yes, girl. You speak that good shit. Yes, us. that good shit. <laughs> hey, New Year. Shout out to the to Happy New Year's to everybody. Welcome to the year 2023 personally y'all already know as a pisces i'm very intuitive i feel like it's a different type of energy in the air i don't know if you can feel it honey but it feels good do you think you can feel this energy i'm talking about i don't know i have i have different feelings really what would you care to share no it's well not really it's just you know yes I can just feel the energy, period. Let me just say that. But what energy is that? that you no, feel? I can feel like <clears throat> like BS. I can, you know, it's just period. You know I what I think it. has helped me, though? Um, I, I started off saying I was going to do a social media detox. It was going to be like a 30-day thing. But this is really becoming like a regular thing for me where I, I'm barely on social media. So I guess I'm in my bubble majority of of the time did you know i didn't even know i just found out this morning because i decided to listen to infinite waters mm-hmm. i didn't know the damn pope died oh i didn't know that either. you see what i'm saying like i'm so <laughs> i did not know that of the loop now the only reason i tune into the loop is i do 30 minutes a day and it's so that i can just have an idea of what's going on so if we need to talk about some shit like on these channels or something i can have something to say yeah i i usually try to look at you know every now and then like mm-hmm. you said i try to look just to see what's going on but girl no i've been out the loop with that one so you low-key been kind of stand away from social media too but i feel like it's a, a type of energy in the air where all of for some of these people where this will resonate all the hard work that you've been putting in over the years all the failures you've overcome um this year is the year of uh manifesting it or, or seeing that hard work pay off that's what i'm feeling that's what's up yeah all right so um i want to go ahead and get into the topic of today we're going to try to keep it short and sweet it's uh the division amongst africans and african americans now would you say you've uh don't go into too many details but 
would you say that there is division <laughs> you said that because you see me over here shaking my head yeah uh yes it there's definitely a division mm. okay okay so okay i want to play a video first before we get into this topic um as far as what triggered what triggered this conversation that we're going to have today and the little bit of time that i did put in on tiktok i just so happened to run across um this guy who was very angry he's an african-american man and uh he said he wanted to bulldoze all the africans in london so let me go ahead and get this video playing honey and we're gonna get the conversation started (laughs) tiktok i gotta i gotta get this one off my chest let me tell y'all something about these black people out here. I don't like them. I don't like them. You know what? I can't even put shit on my head because I, be, I got to get this one off my chest. The difference between Africans and African-Americans could not be more clear to me. These bitches out here? Out here? I got to pour up a drink. I gotta pull up a drink, just one second. Let me just fucking start by saying that it ain't no sense of fucking unity out here. Now, in America, I can go anywhere and I can feel real comfortable talking to any black person, no matter what type of black person you is. Rich, poor, fat, skinny, tall, short, it don't matter. Over here, I was ready... He was I was ready to knock all their asses out. Listen, these motherfuckers act like y'all not the same color over here. Damn, look what I did to my finger. Damn. Fuck. I've been over here trying to navigate, getting around. And when I stop and try to ask motherfuckers for help, motherfuckers just been looking at me crazy as if like I'm beneath them or something. And then the few ones that I have talked to, I just be like, damn. Where's the fucking unity over here? Like, what, what's going on? And they be like, oh, no. We're all kind of just like to ourselves. We don't really say much to each other. And that be our motherfucking issue right now. That's why these bastards be over here talking about y'all and, and saying whatever and whatnot. Because y'all bastards don't take up for y'all And not only do y'all not take up for yourselves, y'all don't take up for each other. Would not fly in the States. Period. It was this one bald head bitch, y'all. I was in the train station. I was trying to get get directions from her, y'all. She tooted her fucking nose up at me. Bitch, I will drag you by your motherfucking hair follicles on your scalp. Like, for real, y'all, she looked at me with disgust. With disgust. And here I am coming up being all friendly, finally happy to talk to a black person. And I'm like, damn, bitch, I really two-piece your bald head ass. I was telling somebody, like, this is this is the product of y'all not really coming together as one. You let these motherfuckers trick y'all into thinking that I don't even know how to fucking explain it, y'all. Now, America's history ain't peachy, peaches and cream, but one thing's for certain and two things for sure. We black people got each other's backs in our fucking country. To hell with this shit over here. I line all y'all motherfuckers up and bulldoze through all y'all bitches. And then shit, ship your bodies back to the country you came from. Well, honey, um, <laughs> you can tell he's obviously very, he was angry. Yeah. Like it just happened or something. Yeah. Like he had just made it back to his hotel or something. And he was like, oh, I got to tell these motherfuckers about them. 
Yeah, so, okay, the reason why I wanted to bring this up because, okay, so most of y'all who follow our social media, you know, Carla and I, we recently took our first major international trip. We vlogged it on our vlog channel. If you're not already following that, it's Nick and Carla on YouTube. And um, we went to Portugal, which um, for the most part, we had a really good experience. Mm -hmm. But the reason his video provoked me to create this podcast episode is because Carla and I did run into a similar situation in Portugal and it I'm gonna say it blindsided Carla because it really happened to Carla me and Carla were not together at the time we were at the airport but I was dealing with so many things that she made the decision to go and ask help for direction to figure out where the Ubers were picking up people because we didn't know they had a secret spot at the airport or where they were picking up people. <laughs> um, so Carla, talk about the both instances where you asked for directions. So um, I walked up to this guy and um, he wasn't a police officer, but I could tell that he did something out there because he had on a, um, what is it, like a highlighted vest. Yeah. So I was like, oh, okay, well, let me walk up to him because he looked like he out here helping. Now, when I started approaching him, it was two guys, but then one of the guys was walking away. And um, by the time I made it to the guy and I was like, excuse me, he turned and when he saw me, he did that look up and down like where they start at your feet and look you up and it and then he was like one minute one minute and then he called the other guy back and i don't i i was like what is this is he saying look at this bitch i'm like what is he saying Damn. so then the other guy turns he say something to him he kind of looks at me and then he turns and he walks off and then so he turns to me he's like go ahead like you talk to me when I'm ready for you to talk to me. So then I asked him, I said, I asked, um, where do the Ubers pick up? And he looked at me like right here, like, like you standing here asking me and they pick up right here. And Nick and I, we had been trying to catch an Uber for damn yeah. 15 minutes almost no, by this time. It was rough. So I was like, and when he said right here, it was like he was standing at a little security booth. So I'm like parking like at these spots right here. And I'm looping my finger like, or oh, this whole area right here. And he's like, yeah, right here. So I was just like, okay, thank you. So I end up telling Nick about it. And to me, when it happened, when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And I laughed, y'all. It was funny to me because 
I had this experience before when I went to Jamaica. I think I had went to Montego Bay. And um, it was the same thing where you get there, they look at you like they size you up and then they give you attitude like they don't want to help you. And um, at the time I was with my ex-husband and I was like, dang, they act like they don't want to help. He said, I don't give a fuck. He said, they don't they don't have to get my motherfucking money. So he was like, if they don't want to fucking do it, we'll find somebody else to do it. Or they won't get no fucking tip if they doing it with an attitude. And I said, well, I guess that is a good way to look at it. So because of that, when I ran into this guy, I said, oh. So I, it's, I don't know what it is. I've always just been like, I don't know if they feel some feeling some type of way towards me if they feel like I'm not supposed to be here if they feel like how dare you talk to me but it's always funny to me because I'm like I'm living my motherfucking life I'm over here I'm happy I'm free and I just giggle and Nick got mad she was like what <laughs> I ain't gonna even lie I really I, well we were worried when you told me because we were not by him but it did. Uh, I think I told you once we made it to our room. Yeah, so she didn't tell me. I mean, not saying that I necessarily would have did anything. But I'm just saying I was already so frustrated in that moment. I think it was God that didn't let me be the one to interact with him. Because I probably would have tried to use him as a verbal punching bag. Because I was just so irritated in that moment. Yeah. Our cell phones kept dying. Um, we couldn't we could barely understand the people who were coming to pick us up they were hanging up on us some of the uber men or whatever it was just a very frustrating moment and when and I not only out, were they hanging up they was canceling the rides but then still trying to get charge paid. me yes. yes so it was a lot going on so at that point that's when carla just took over and she began to act she asked the, actually she asked a, a cop at the bottom uh, downstairs at the airport first yes and he was so sweet he when was, i say so sweet he was portuguese yeah and he gave me directions how to get to um the portion like where the uber drivers pick upstairs, up upstairs yeah. and i mean so sweet and then when i ran into so when we made it upstairs we still couldn't figure out exactly where they picked up for uber and that's when she had asked the african dude and when i tell you well the way carla described it he just sounded like he was yeah it was he, it's like he was like don't talk to me like who how dare you so then another instance that we had and it's like and keep in mind like i didn't travel to this country with this in my head with this notion in my head i did hear something like africans and there's division amongst africans and african americans but i i wasn't i wasn't just going there like thinking like yeah you know fuck africans oh, or whatever. like am i gonna run into one of them yeah but when we were at the airport um when we got off the plane we first made it to portugal we had to stand in this passport line so we could show them our passport and they could stamp them and it was this black girl in front of us and me and carla and just keep in mind we're me and carla and the black girl we literally are like pepper um in the midst of salt yeah because it's just not you don't see a lot of black people you're seeing more and more black people travel more than ever which is why i'm glad we're able to share these experiences but still not a lot yeah um and at first i got excited and i was like oh i want to start a conversation with her but then i was like mm, i don't know you know maybe i just you know chill out 
um you know because we all tired we all tired and stuff so maybe i just chill out and i'm kind of glad i didn't because just yesterday when i brought this podcast idea up to carla carla what did you say now happened now when uh we were there and the guy was like are you all together or whatever yeah so um the young lady that nick is talking about when we got there and we was going through um when we initially got there mm-hmm. and they was checking our passports um the guy because he see that it's three black people he thinks that we're together and he asked the first girl who was in front of us he was like are y'all together and she turned her head and she did the same thing she looked us like from our feet up and she was <laughs> like no like she shook her head like Mm-mm, with her nose up in the air yes so I didn't even know that that happened y'all until yesterday but I'm just like damn I'm glad I didn't so um and another thing uh what happened so on YouTube um you know with these vlogs that we've uploaded we've been attracting a lot of different people from different countries a lot of Portuguese people and um and this African dude he actually left a comment and he said next time you are in Lisbon give african lisbon tour a try it's run by nike and is very revealing and insightful i recommend it to anyone interested in black history in relation to portugal it's worth it and always meet a very interesting group of people the tour ends with a meal at a afro portuguese restaurant and for the late hours there's an optional afro portuguese nightclub so it's like i appreciate you know the invitation but so far the experiences we've had and we tend to attract good people but we've had with the africans have been kind of rough yeah but remember we did run into that one guy that was the rapper um his little group yeah he was sweden yeah but i think he said he was from west africa if i'm not he's from he was from sweden right but when you was when we had that conversation Mm -hmm. and he was saying he was from the west he said so basically he was like i'm partial to west like if i had to tell you where to visit yeah yeah it was like they were still nice and (laughs) so you all don't know like for the people that watched our um vlog we had ran into this guy and he was a a swedish rapper and what happened we were walking and he said cousin cousin <laughs> and it made me think about um color, color purple, purple. Yeah. so when he did it i don't know if he knew we spoke english but when i started laughing we kind of had this eye connection moment and then we end up having a conversation yeah so it's like they were cool but like you said he's a I mean, I don't know if he lived there or if he just visited. And plus, you got to understand, he's an artist. Artists will tend to be a bit more friendly. That's anyways true. Anyways, because, you know what I'm saying? That's true. You, you want to pick up supporters and that stuff. That is so true. Of course, um, and we'll, I'm going to tie in a good point towards the end of this podcast. I'm not just trying to go in and be like, oh, Africans are just mean and all that. But what I've noticed also from uploading these videos and as well like these vlogs in portugal and attracting these different people from different countries as well as reading the comments in in that guy the angry tiktok man Mm -hmm. and his uh reading the comments there 
it's like we've been getting some people who's been coming to our videos inventing um like as if not even just african americans but like it's i think it's this thing with americans period where i think they have this thing that we think that we are all that and we're privileged like even down when it comes down to uh english and how a lot of us don't know a second language but when you go to these other countries it was amazing to see a person speak to a group of people in spanish and then they come and then you talk and they're like okay english so then they speak to us in english and then they speak to somebody else in portuguese mm -hmm. and then somebody else in french like we've seen this so often where so many people were just flipping speaking so many different languages yeah but it's like in the comment section they be like you all just think that the world is supposed to cater to you like you're not supposed like it was a, a point in the video where i was like i was actually excited i said we um went to this restaurant that was in the local area the entire menu was in their language so we had to figure out how to order you know and i actually like that because it gave me an opportunity to try to speak a little bit of language that i could but they were going in on me about that they was like you need to learn another language everybody's not gonna speak English. like they were going in like yeah in their language and i had to hit google translate and someone was doing it in english but i was like damn why do it seem like a lot of people think that we just walking around like our shit don't stink or something yeah i don't think it's that and for the people that's listening if you have any young kids that are in your family or that you're friends with i would actually encourage learning another language yeah, yeah. i don't know why um even with us i know when i went to high school we didn't have to do it until high school and we didn't even have to do it It wasn't mandatory when i was coming in um high school we actually had the option if you want to or not but what we have been hearing from like these different people that we've been running into that this is something that they learn in grade school when they're little kids and i actually do think that they should do better putting yeah. that in our curriculum yeah i really wish they especially did. when like k through five because your mind absorbs so easy like at that age so i think that they should start it off when you are actually in preschool yeah i actually wish because i want to learn spanish so bad fluently which i know a lot of a good chunk of spanish but um i feel like if I, it was put in my head when i was a kid like elementary starting there uh i'd be a beast but you know i'm still yeah. working on it but um but just even going back to the guy who left the comment of the invitation to the African tour um, around Carla's birthday, when we made it back to Portugal, back to Lisbon um, from flying for in from Madeira Island, I was trying to figure out different little restaurants for Carla and I to eat it. And because of the rough experiences we were kind of having, I saw this African restaurant and I was like, Ooh, maybe it'd be dope to like actually taste some authentic, like African food, like people who are close from Africa who mm -hmm. are here. I thought about it and like, I'm going to be honest. I actually didn't go because I just didn't want us to have a uncomfortable experience from like african people yeah I, I wanted to bad though no i i totally understand because you have this thing of um the looks for one that they give yeah. and then you worried about okay 
are they gonna do something to my food yeah, i don't want to leave with thinking. my freaking stomach hurting later on so it's kind of like you just make the decision nah, i'm good on yeah. that it's the same way here when um i remember when i first started going to an african braiding place they would have the worst attitudes but then they want you to come in and pay your money to get your hair braided but you can just tell that they have an attitude when you walk in. I don't know what it is. So, and then I wanted to play um, another video that I guess, I don't know what it is. It seemed like TikTok. Because again, I'm, if I'm only on there for like a good 30 minutes, it seemed like they will have a theme going on. So right after this video where the guy, the, the African-American man was upset in London, um, which hold on before i get to this video i want to ask you because at the end of that video the african-american he said black people what we do is we stick together what do you think that is truth in that or do you think it's division even in african-americans or do you think that he was right about that well i think depending on what the situation is mm -hmm. i think that we can come together mm -hmm. now i do still think that it's division because it's always like that crap in the bucket mentality mm -hmm. but if some shit happened where yeah. we need to come together where we need to rally i think that we for the most part do a really good job with that yeah i was even thinking about an instance when we were in the airport and we were headed back home we just so happened to hear like we were everybody was irritated because of their process and we were in paris and their process for getting you through the lines to get on your next plane is just horrible it is it's and rough just so happened there were some other african-americans i think they were from chicago and we heard them speaking and we could just tell by their accent that they were from america and then they even mentioned chicago it's almost like we all had an unspoken bond yeah like even you and her y'all made quick words with each other and it's like it's a look it's a it's a it's it is something there with us mm -hmm. and i guarantee if something would have happened or went down we would have stuck up for each yeah. other i do feel that mm -hmm. um so yeah even in america like and maybe it could be something because i've i've heard uh people like i've heard um africans which speak on let's say for example they, they it's their first time moving to america and they say i notice here that it is it's a lot of division there's no community or whatever but like she said the african girl i'm speaking of she said in her hometown it's all about working together granted i think the 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 higher you climb as far as um someone's status financially let's say i think the living situations like let's say for example when we were back in the hood in yeah. the ghetto you will find us more chilling on the porch it is a bit more like community type it is. but as we climb this uh this social status and this financial status and all that it is a bit more division i will say that however there is still an unspoken bond that we all i think have mm -hmm. yeah i do think that but um so i did get what he was saying when he was like black people well, we're gonna know we are gonna stick together it, it is some moments we will fucking stick together yeah but i think the point that he was pointing out is if i walked up to somebody another black person and asked them for directions Hell if yeah. they were from that area they're Hell definitely yeah. gonna help you yeah you know what i'm saying they'll probably tell you some restaurants that you should check out Hell yeah you know and y'all have a little conversation how long you here yep Hell you yeah. know so that 
definitely does happen yeah yeah okay so then i wanted to play um this uh last video and then we're gonna hopefully drive a good point home at the end of this but um it was this young lady she visited she's african-american and she visited uh some port some part of africa and she said she had a conversation with a group of men from different parts of the beautiful continent africa and um this she had she had one moment where she broke off into a conversation with this young african and he shared his thoughts and opinions on African Americans. And I want to share that and then we're going to speak on it. So I want to come out here like about how Afri young Africans feel about African Americans. And this is what Ali had to say. Uh, but I think we're just the same people, we're all black people, and um, I want her to come out here like her, like she came out here, to see where y'all came from, and like talk to us, and tell us about America, let's get together, share our knowledge, and make black people be successful. And we see our people, black people in America, as game bangers, drug dealers, rappers, and all that, man, we can, we can change all that, if we come together, we we can show that black people are better than all that if we come together. So I want black people in America to show a different, like a different, like a different view of themselves living in America to ask Africans like, I don't know how to explain it, but because my English is not like yours, but I want you to understand that I want you to change your lifestyle a little bit. Like, I don't want me to see you people as game bangers or that. I want you to see people as successful people, the people I look up to, they live in with them so we can take over the resource and we can as black people benefit from it africa's big y'all can all come out here have some big gold diamonds i swear let's just get together i love you i love black americans i love black people i'm, I'm proud of being i'm proud of being black you know what i'm saying so i want black americans come to africa and i want everybody to get together but let's just be brothers man you know what i'm saying if black people get together the police won't be scared man. everybody the whole name not even I'm, I'm not talking about America, the whole world going to be scared. But Africa got everything. With the vessel, we got man, everything going finish in the world, but Africa resources never finish. We just got everything. You know what I'm saying? That's why white people fear us. They don't want us to know things. Because once we start knowing things, we're going to take over the world. You know what I'm saying? So let's get together and take over the world. That's what I want. Okay. So um, what's your thoughts on that video, honey? Well, I mean, I ain't never game banged a day <laughs> in my life. I ain't did a little rap either. So, but, you know, I guess it's no different than I can see how their views are skewed. Um, because if you watch TV, it's like our views are skewed when it comes down to you know traveling there yeah. so if that's all they showing them and they're not seeing other stuff i can see why he say you know we over here gang banging rapping and selling drugs I, and i it, that now that part it did kind of annoy me because i was like damn like i hate that the media has them thinking that we're all over here just cutting up like that I mean, to for Pete's sake, I actually I don't listen to hip hop anymore. Like I I actually made the decision this morning when I was working at the gym, working out at the gym. These two uh these two black people came in to work out, and 
she put her music i luckily i had them beats on you know them beats they have noise cancellation mm-hmm. so it, it helped me kind of drown out a lot of the noise but she put her music on the loud speaker it's just this rap this hip-hop and i just i don't even fucking like it like i feel like the frequencies they send out it fucks with my body now so yeah. I, I can't even listen to that shit i don't think she should have came in and just played it yeah. especially with other people being in there you just can't assume somebody else gonna like your music yes i mean i so could she barely really should have had some earbuds herself if that's what she wanted to work out to i could barely hear it but um because i had my little headphones on but it was in moments where like my motivational shit would pause or go to the next thing but um and like carla said and like i was saying i told carla earlier i said it's no different than how when we were younger (laughs) like (laughs) how the media all they (laughs) sorry I don't want to come off as immature. How they showed us how Africans look. We thought, um, when I was younger, I thought Alden was living in huts, had swollen bellies, <laughs> flies crawling in their eyeballs. I thought it was fucked up in America. I mean, in Africa. But then as I got older and we had got the internet, it allowed me to see a lot more that is not like that. But imagine how they would feel like, damn, I hate they think that it's like that for all of us over here when it's not. Yeah so um but um i think the but like he said we we all need to we do need to come together because it's power and we come together who fucking knows what we'll be capable of if we all came together yeah it's like i see the vision but i also it scares me in the sense why do it scare you um just looking at how things have happened in the world you always got that one power hungry person so um it's it's that you know everybody might have one goal in mind but some reason for some reason it's always somebody that's greedy and they will make it seem like they're all like for the togetherness Mm -hmm. and then they'll cut you behind your back yeah and plus we still got a lot of trauma that we're working through as a whole shit you know yeah. as, as a people um as a uh, africans african americans whatever but um i guess the main point though that i did want to drive home um carla and i for the most part you know as being good people we tend to attract good people so yeah when we had the interaction with at the, the africans uh in the two africans in portugal it did throw us off but we also had kind of rough interactions with the people some of the people of portugal um however we didn't let that be the highlight of our experience there were even people in the comment section um who came and they was like i can't believe you visited portugal you should spit on that land they're the most racist you know country ever and even though we had those brief interactions with people who didn't who were not in alignment with who we were as good high vibrational people it's like you will run into that i believe the more you think about it the more that is who you are because you attract who you are that and i think if you give into the negativity yeah so it's kind of like how i said i had that moment and i laughed about it and i went on about my business i don't even know how i end up bringing it up to you later i think because i was laughing and thinking about the face that he made 
but I think if you give into the negativity yep. and you allow it to take you there, then yes, you can have other interactions. But you know, like, babe, remember that time we was um trying to go to breakfast and then we had that guy and his mm-hmm. girlfriend just walk up to us. Here I am. I'm thinking they trying to get in the restaurant because yep. we waiting. No, they literally just stopped on the street because they saw us waiting to entertain us until y'all, our table was ready. Y'all, the most beautiful thing. He was an Egyptian man and his woman was from Spain. And for them to just stop and we just all four of us just have good conversation just to learn about each other really quick. The energy was good. The yeah. vibes were just amazing. And then right after that, we had a good breakfast at that we restaurant. We sure did. So, and it was a lot even though we had those little moments with the, the Africans and the uh, the two Africans and a few Portugal people, we actually had really good moments. Like Man, where we, we had would more good moments, way than, more than, than the, the babes. Yeah. And the reason why is because of who we are and yeah. who we tend to attract. So the moments that sucked, we were not in them for too long. Yeah, and I even think that there was a shield of protection around me. Like when I was going through all those frustrating things that I wasn't the one to ask that guy for instructions mm-hmm. because then who knows, I would have probably got swept up into neg- a negative moment. Yeah. But I was protected even then. Cause mm-hmm. that's not who I am. Yeah. But when you caught up and you're frustrated, things you can, can happen. You can definitely get swept up. Exactly. Yeah. So it's not like, no matter how good you are, how positive you are, you still can have negative moments. But what I'm saying is, you really just got to um, really work on who you are deep inside because that's ten, that's who you're going to attract. And for example, like if you are a person who you want the world to show you more love, you have to first show the world more love. Mm-hmm. Put as much love out there as you want to receive. And it's even down to like how we live in Alabama and how you hear a lot of people say, oh, that is a racist state. Like a lot of what, babe, more white people we have had good we've had better interactions with a lot more white yes i mean just what i mean what am i trying to say um not more i'm not trying to say more white than black i'm trying to say we've had um just an overwhelming amount of great experiences with white people yes just to show you that everybody is not racist i know a lot of times when we hear you know about the different killings and all of that stuff sometimes we can get consumed by it Mm -hmm. or if they create a movie and it is going back and it's showing like a lot of the stressful things Mm -hmm. that we went through it can make you for a moment be like damn you know like they really got the short end of the stick but when you run into other people that allow you to see this is not how the world have to be you do not have to be like that yeah and then i think also keep in mind on social media there is constantly some type of narrative that's being pushed so i notice around the times where a lot of racist type of narratives are being pushed like where they want to rile the black people up and have us mad or even if they want to have black people mad at africans or whatever africans mad at black people if i consume too much of that content by the time i go out into the world different thoughts like that are dancing in my head yeah and it can affect my interaction with the with my immediate world yeah that's true but what i've noticed is since i've taken this detox and i've shut out all the noise all the bs 
I have been just genuinely able to just be within myself and just have good positive interactions with the people around me of all different races, Africans, whites, Asians, it don't matter. So I think, um, Hey, I'm not saying that it ain't some Africans out there that don't fuck with African Americans. But what I'm saying is that doesn't mean that they're all like that. Cause I even seen comments in the comment section where it was like this African lady, she was like, Hey, friendly African here. Like I would have loved to give you the right directions if you would have ran across me. So pretty much what she was saying is if you would have ran across me, I would have been a friendly African. Mm-hmm. So shit. How he said he wanted to bulldoze all them shit. Maybe it's something in him that attracted him. <laughs> he said, pull you by your hair follicles. <laughs> he was definitely just frustrated. Yes. Can you imagine like the moment he was in with trying to get somewhere, you know, like already being in an unfamiliar area. Yeah. So I could imagine somebody giving you that attitude and it's kind of like freak you know <laughs> yeah he was angry but i think this was a, a really good conversation like we have actually really good supporters um especially heavy in south africa we always see them in our comment section mm-hmm. showing us love and if we ever meet you i believe it will be a great experience yeah um and i just want to let you all know that even though Carl and I had just them little hiccups or whatever. That doesn't mean that I'm going to be walking out in the world thinking like, ooh, they're going African. They don't like me. So please, to the Africans, please don't think that about all African-Americans because we're not on that shit. We're not on that type of time. Yeah. Even to the other people uh, in different countries, if you hear this, like when we visit your country, especially me and my wife, we embrace trying to learn the other languages as much as we can we embrace tasting the different foods and and mingling with some of the the friendly locals so it's all love here (laughs) (laughs) all right thank y'all so much for tuning in peace